Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. If you're listening today by Patreon, um, you are getting early access to our shows today. Um, this is the very beginning of our kind of big switch over with all the ways that we're offering benefits to people. Um, and if you're listening on Saturday morning or after, um, just with the rest of the public, thank you to everyone, no matter how you're tuning in and when. Thank you. Okay, so we'll start off with show notes today. Um, we have our Evening with Medium events coming up on April 24th, August 28th, and December 4th. Tickets have been on sale and will continue to be on sale at the website, bysarlo.com. You have to purchase the tickets through the website. Please do not call us. We will direct you right back to the website, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that because we have a new program that's beneficial for us and for you as uh, someone coming to the event that you can now print your own ticket? Mm-hmm. It keeps everything just very orderly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Um, That is five 10-minute to 12-minute shows on emotional and spiritual intelligence. So we give you lots of tools and examples. Um, The very first show is available on our website by sarlo.com. The remaining four shows are on patreon.com backslash by sarlo. Thank you. Um, And then last but not least, we have gift certificates and personal sessions available. You can call us directly for those. Um, Sessions are done anywhere in the world via Skype, FaceTime, telephone, or Zoom. And now, WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. So if you know of another way to connect, maybe Google Hangouts or something like that, we can always make it work. Um, We're connecting to people all over the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... You've got a very interesting show lined up for us today. I do. This is the psychic part of what we do. It's typical for people to compare us to other intuitives. And for some people who have other experiences uh, to expect the same thing from us as they experience with others. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a good or happy expectation or not. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's true of any career. Oh, Totally. So I thought what we could do here is explain some of the differences and and how they're beneficial. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to start with the first example. Um, And these are all made up. So this is not saying that a client gave me permission for something. This is simply made up based on patterns. Is that good? Am I more correct in saying that it's just drawing on past experiences from yeah, sessions. We're just not naming people. That's correct. Okay. So I'm just going to name, maybe you said that better than I did, but you tend to say things better than I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to call the first person, Carrie. So Carrie comes for a session to see either one of us, but in this instance, I'm going to say me. And she says, um, I'd like you to go open. And my question is, am I going to have a partner? And so I check in with the spirit guides and they say, Yes. And so I just wait. There's nothing being offered. The guides look at me. And so I turn to Carrie and I say, your answer is yes. And in this instance, Carrie says, well, um, that suits me fine. Moving on. And so that's it. She just wants to know if there's going to be a partner. She has no desire for any particular information. She's quite content to just know it will be there at some point in her life. She's not asking the guides when or how to find this person or how much money they make or whatever. She just wants the assurance that there, isn't a par- there will be a partner at some point. 
That client got what they needed. No, no boundaries were crossed. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, my, my head's going in a lot of different directions as you're talking about this because you introduced the show as comparing to other psychics or mediums. Well, going to get there eventually. But okay. Yeah. Then I'll, then I'll just listen. But please bring it up again if I forget. Okay. Okay. So a second client comes in, and let's call her Judy. So Judy comes in and she says, um, same thing. Karen, you can go open and I want to know if I'm going to have a partner. And the guides come in and say, yes, she's going to have a partner, but she has other questions. So ask her. And so I say, oh, Judy, the guides are telling me, yes, that you will have a partner, but you have more questions with that. Did you want to direct that and ask your questions? And Judy could say, I do. Um, I'm wondering roughly when, like, is it in my immediate future uh, or is it like decades away? And the guides come back and say, oh, it's, it's a full decade away. Her partner, she has lots of growth and her partner won't be around for about, like, I'll say 10 years, but she's going to meet her partner in about six and they'll be friends and it'll, and so they actually give a little bit of information with the timeline. And so I can say something to Judy along those lines, saying to her, this is your answer. It's going to be in 10 years. And that might be all she's asking for. So I check in with her. That's why we do check-ins. Is this meeting your needs? And she says, yes, that's meeting my needs. That's what I want to know. That's the second one. The third person, we'll call her Barb, can come in and say uh, the very same question. Karen, um, I want to know if I'm going to have a partner. And the guides can come in and say, the answer is yes. But she wants to know everything. Ask. So we ask first. The answer is yes. Do you want to know more? I do. What do you want to know? And she can sit there and say, I want to know, and a whole bunch of things. How much money does he make? Will he be willing to support me? Um, will he be good with the career that I'm in? Does he want to travel? Because travel is important to me. And that client can go into tons of details. I've had clients ask me if their partner will have clean teeth, if their partner has hairy arms, if they... Uh, exactly how much money they make, um, if they will be okay with their children because they have children. Do they want kids? And and I, I say this in a variety of ways about clean teeth, which might be one example, or they want to know the color of his eyes because if it's going to be the same as their ex-husband, no. So there are a great deal of specific things that can be important to that client. And if somebody's listening to this and thinks, wow, how shallow, maybe not. Maybe things are attached to that in meaning for them or are triggers they haven't worked through yet and maybe won't work through, but they're important to that person. And it's not for you and I to judge if something is important to that particular person, whether it's whether they have clean teeth or whatever, because to somebody, 
The idea that they may have clean teeth versus not clean teeth might mean that they don't take care of themselves. It might. I'm not saying that's every person's reason, but there are reasons behind why people ask stuff. So someone can ask very specific questions, and it could that one question could bring up a whole half hour of questions. And I know you know that, because we can have sessions that are just based on one particular thing for the whole half hour or hour. Mm-hmm. Some people want to know about their past relationship, how they broke up, if they were respectful, because that means that if their relationship doesn't last, how are they going to treat me? And, and that may be one of their very fears. I've been treated well in the relationship until it was over. And then, man, it was a shit show. I don't want to go through that again. So there are reasons that people ask specific things and reasons that people go midway and people that just ask one question. And that's all they want to know for now. That's all they're ready to know. And I think it is... I'll say, I'll say remarkable, but I don't mean remarkable as in a wow way. I just mean remarkable as noted. And that's what I'm trying to point out today is that you and I in these gifts are able to converse with the spirit guides back and forth and ask questions. And we have the ability to have control to say to a guide, here are their questions and they answer us. And what I'm understanding from some clients when they come in is this. And now I'll call this person Jane. Jane comes in and asks, well, I have a partner. And again, the spirit guides can give us the yes or no. So let's continue with the yeses. Yes. And Jane sits there and looks at you or I and goes, yes, what? And I say, or you say, "Uh, what else would you like to know? And Jane's response is, well, if you were any good, you wouldn't ask me that. If you knew what you were doing and you were actually an intuitive or a psychic. And that's where we get attacked or mistreated. But I want to say to people that my understanding of that now is that it's not always done because they just don't like us. I don't think that was their intention in booking the appointment to begin with. I think they've had other experiences with other intuitives where they weren't allowed to ask questions. And so they believe if we're any good, we just should know. Instead of the fact that we actually have a relationship with the spirit world where we actually talk to them. They don't talk at us. It's a conversation. It's not one-sided. It goes both ways. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the Jane clients benefit from that kind of a session where they're allowed to engage. And that is why in a consent process, we say you have the right to change your boundaries whenever you want to. And we do check-ins. And that is the reason we do consent is to explain that process to people, that our process and our gifts just behave differently than maybe someone else's. And and that the check-ins are there to say, how much information do you want? What kind of information do you want? 
What are your boundaries around it? Because if I go back and forth now between these four types of people, imagine if I treated them all the same. Imagine if I just thought everybody just wanted a yes or no. That's it. Or I just thought everybody wanted to know if they have clean teeth. And I tell every single client, yeah, she has clean teeth. I've been asked things like, do they have clean fingernails? Do they have hair on their arms? Like there's, there, there's just a ton of questions that you can ask about a person's physical, a person's emotional state, financial, marital state, and all kinds of aspects of our lives, whether they have children or not, where they live, if they're willing to travel, do they have pets? I mean, you could go on and on, right? And so I believe that because some people compare us to others that they've had in the past, they think we don't have the ability to actually have a conversation, that we're being downloaded with the information, they don't have a right to say or ask anything, and that we're supposed to just dump the information, like a dump truck. The guide's loaded in, and we just dump it out. Mm-hmm. But that it isn't two-way. And that I think you and I are really fortunate that it's two-way. Did I explain that? Yeah, I think there's a lot of, not I won't say holes, but I think you can go in tons of different directions as to what people come in expecting, thinking, wanting, needing, because they're all different things. And that is the point. Mm -hmm. Because I think about, (laughs) you know, I could go to a psychic and say, open, and have an idea of what I want, but never ask for it. And they may touch on everything I wanted, just by chance. Mm -hmm. And I might think, great, that was great. I don't have to say anything. They just, Mm -hmm. a psychic just gets it. And I've generalized. But then I could walk into another psychic's office and say, open and have an agenda, but not communicate it. And that person may download all this information of what I need. And it's not the same as what I want. And I could leave feeling completely disappointed. Right. Right. Or I could walk in, same situation, Mm and not communicate what I'm hoping for, understand in that moment that I'm getting what I need, not what I want, and decide to change my attitude, Mm -hmm. and then actually enjoy the experience and go, oh shit, I've got to put my human agenda away for a moment. The guides obviously want me to know this, Mm -hmm. and actually treat the guides and the psychic with respect, right? because I'm I'm having humility. and, and it's interesting because I think some people do that switch halfway through. They might be angry and then realize, uh, I need to pay attention to this. Yeah. And, and that that decision is something that you get to make in like ongoing in every moment. Hence the reason we do constant check-ins. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, hmm, I, I want to really carefully word this, like, when someone comes in and asks particular questions, we still could, we still will check in to say, are you sure you want that answer? Mm-hmm. Not because it's scary, not because it's necessarily a bad one, but because some people don't think through that they might not like the answer either way. Yeah, That either way, whether they get a yes or a no, or however you can answer a certain question, that both answers could stress them differently. Mm-hmm. And I remember just recently, Kelly, a lady asked in regards to career for her future. And 
um, the spirit guides gave her like four options. And uh, she just looked at me and went, what just happened? I thought you were talking to the spirit guides and that there was going to be one answer. What are you doing? I thought you knew what you were doing. And I said, well, they're giving you four options because that is actually what you wrote into your path. This is how you wrote your path. Well, that doesn't make any sense. And I said, well, for some people, they don't write in four options. They might write in only one. Mm -hmm. And I said, but you wrote in several. Well, that's not going to help me. Not with that attitude. (laughs) And I said, well, if you ask different questions, it could. We could take, oh, and she went, what? And I said, well, one of the options is travel. And, and, And she goes, well, what does that even mean? And I said, a travel agent. She goes, oh, well, I I do want to travel. And I said, no, it's a travel agent. It's where you actually do the bookings, you research countries. And she goes, oh, actually, I just applied for that job. Yeah. And I said, well, that is on your path. She goes, well, of course it is. I just applied for it. (laughs) Goodbye. Well, no, it's not goodbye because you have a whole hour with that person. I know that. <laughs> to to move through trying to explain how the gifts work so that she can actually ask better questions. So I said, well, let's go down that path. Why don't you ask me questions about that? Well, I don't even know what I'd ask. Well, why you could like ask. Pause yeah. and think about what those questions might be able to be. I, th- I think too, yeah. like hopefully if you're if you're still with us and you're listening, you're hearing the level of abuse, the level of brick walls yeah. that we, and not just Karen and I, but we as intuitives can hit because of people's limiting belief systems. Yes. We got through quite a bit that day, um, but and I, and I will finish this. We got through quite a bit in the sense that if she didn't know what to ask, I would say, well, let me ask the guides and see if the information or the questions might help you, and I'll tell you what they're saying. So I would say to her, well, they're saying that you actually want to know if you do get to travel because you want to, but you also want a family. And she went, well, yeah, everybody does. And I said, no, everybody (laughs) doesn't. But she's in a level Mm -hmm. of ego here. Oh, my God. Like seven levels up. Yes. Of everything's about me. And everything, well, and everyone wants the same thing as me. Yes, and she doesn't understand that that's not true. Uh, so anyway, I just said to her, well, the guides are saying that you want to know in terms of not job advancement. You just want to know if there's going to be a good financial career and if you'll actually be happy in it. And And because it's travel, will you get to travel or will it be a desk job where everybody else gets to travel and you get angry? Because everybody's living the life you want to live. Mm -hmm. And she went, oh, that is so true. And so we moved through that. And she goes, well, what about the other jobs you said? Well, it turns out that the three other jobs that I mentioned, one of them she's already had. So it was that it's where she needs to be and it can come back around for her as she gets some skill. And she and and that made sense to her. She was like, "Oh shit, yeah, uh, I left that job because uh, I hit a brick road with my education. I just didn't want to go to school again." So the you, go- you realize you said brick road. Oh, d- sorry. Like that sounds lovely. Brick walls, nice cobblestone, <laughs> pave the way. <laughs> okay, brick wall. So if 
if, if the client is open to allowing you and I to use our level of skill, the ability to speak to the guides to know what they're actually thinking and meaning or what they're wanting and be open to working with us in it, a session can be really good. Mm -hmm. And even though in that particular case, we worked through four careers, her last comment was, this didn't really help me. I already knew all that. Even though the guides presented many things to her that she hadn't thought through. And I do believe she may be the type of client that doesn't call back because she wanted one answer. Well, she wants to be told what to do. And that's a lack of personal responsibility. Yes. I don't want to be responsible if I don't like it or if it doesn't go well. Yeah. And we we had a little little discussion in there about her Mm people-pleasing. It was very brief. It was just that she doesn't have her own direction or want to make her own choices because she people-pleases other people. And because, and this is no offense to her current husband, she people-pleases a husband who's not really asking her to do it. He's annoyed by it. She people-pleases her dad, who does want her to people-please him. She tries to people-please a friend group who kind of want her to people-please so that they know that they have control over her. Mm -hmm. So she's got some areas in her life that are, I'll say a little poopy in in different areas with her people-pleasing. And it's why she was reaching out to say to yet another person, you take control. I won't tell any of these people that I've asked you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to see if I like the answer. And if not, I'm going to shoot the messenger and go back to my people pleasing. And at that point, when I said that to her from her spirit guides, she was angry. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I just suggested that she... And I say I suggested because I mean her spirit guides suggested Mm -hmm. that she work through some of the people pleasing and that she try to figure out if what she actually wants to do and that currently the travel job was the right choice for her and that they were going to be offering it to her that she was going to be offered after the interview this position Mm -hmm. and that she would then go into a full struggle over it. Um, and check in with all of the people she tries to people please with. Neat. Can I contrast this? Yeah. Because you've brought up really good points about the fact that um, sometimes if people just let us do our job, we can hear what the guides are saying that this person wants Mm -hmm. or needs. Mm -hmm. And that's fantastic. And that's a lot of fun. But there are other contracts for us that when clients come in, our job from that spirit world is to call them to task to speak up for themselves because they are the saboteurs Mm -hmm. who will walk into any relationship completely withhold and blame you for not giving them what they wanted or needed. And so we always, always walk this fine line of listen and know what the person needs, but then also when it's the right time, sit back and wait for them to ask, to actually Mm -hmm. use their voice because we're not just psychics. We're also energy healers. And there's a higher contract with energy healing to allow that person to continue on their own path and learn their lessons. Yeah. As opposed to just having to tell them what they're supposed to be. Yes. And so if we violate that, we're, we're, I'll say going against our actual ultimate boss. So when that kind of person comes in and, or, or leaves afterwards and says, you didn't actually read my thoughts. You didn't actually tell me what I came to to hear. Okay, yeah, I can I can know that that might be true, 
But I was given different directions because you gave me none. <laughs> and if I get that. Yeah. And so if we're standing there saying, what would you like? Who would you like? What do you not want to know? What do you need to know? Like we, we will ask them questions to prompt good questions from them. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, that doesn't tip us off. That doesn't make our job easier. Like we don't get indications from your body language or your face. We are trying to, like I said, walk that really fine line of respecting your soul and respecting what the spirit guides are allowing us to do. Because ultimately, if they walked away and said, don't do anything, we're done. I think that's the difference in the type of clients that we get. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I would say in pool A, just just to classify a group of people, in pool A, there are the clients that come and really don't know what we do and don't understand or are not spiritual or open to spirituality, they're simply, or to the universe, they're just there thinking we have some access to something. They don't get it. They don't really believe in it. And they're going to judge it. They're coming to judge. And it's t- those people are typically, I'll judge it well if I like it. Yeah, I'll judge you're not good if I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like that's... That's a that's a kind of client that doesn't have a very in-depth understanding and doesn't seek to know one. And again, that same type of client that you just described can walk through the door. The guides can kick their butt and they can make a really cool choice in the middle of their session to be like, I'm going to change. Oh, I'm going to yeah. switch my perspective. I'm going to sit down, sit back and listen. And it can go yes. well. Oh yeah. You can walk in educated or pardon me, uneducated as a pool A person and walk out completely different. Absolutely. But you can also walk in as a pool A and walk out as a pool A. Yes. And, and, and having said that, there are clients that walk in, walk out with the same set of beliefs and judgments. And a year later, <laughs> five years later, I mean, we've been doing this long enough to know that it's years later for some people, a decade later, that these people do come back when they've had other experiences mm-hmm. or they, and I don't just mean with intuitives, but even they're just their own life experience mm-hmm. or maybe that they've done a little bit of their own research or growing in something. Maybe they've gone to a shamanic course and all of a sudden it's like, oh, and they start to understand something differently. And they return with a different, um, a different attitude, a different openness. Mm-hmm. And I say, I want to go back to or bring something up as well. Almost every client walks in and says, I'm open. And that includes the people who walk in as client A and walk out as client A. They say it too. That's what he mean by withholding. <laughs> yes. But they want us to believe they're open mm-hmm. so that we will get their information for them. They think that their openness determines whether we get the information or not and our level of gifts mm-hmm. and whether we're going to be any good or not. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of those groups of people forget that we have information being downloaded by the guys that will also say, but don't tell them that, but don't say that. Oh, yeah. But you can't say that because they're going to react this way. Yes. Grab your key fob. Like, yes. We're still getting the information. We're just told they're not ready. They don't want to hear it, or you have to word it this way, right? Like, it's, 
It's very complicated. I, I've had guides, and I know you have too, Kelly, where the guides will say, you're going to have to say this three times. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to reword it. You're going to have to give examples. Here's the example that they're actually going to understand because it's happened to them. I've had I've had situations where mm-hmm. I've given a message and the person's been like, mm-hmm. And then the guides will reword it to me, and I'm like, oh, I just said that. And they're like, yeah, Yeah. but say it again. And I'm like, okay. So I say it again, and the person's like, yeah. And then the guides say it a third time, and I'm like, yo, like, am I not not doing a good job of this? Like, why are you giving me this message for the third time? And they're like, just do it again. She actually has no idea what you just said. Yeah. And I reword it the third time, and they're like, oh. And you're like, so those first two yeses you gave me. You said yes, but you didn't know what we what I what the guides and I were talking about. But you and, said yes just to mm-hmm. shut it up. And that is a form of withholding. So someone might be like, Yeah, but she said yes, she gave you a word. Yeah, but she withheld the fact that she didn't understand what the guides were saying. Right. And so the guides come back in to help them mm-hmm. through us. Or they don't. Yeah. And some some people specifically I'll say, and you can counter this if if you've had different experiences. Specifically, when it's been a loved one who's passed away, so someone who's had a human experience where they're like, I'm done, I'm not trying. If she wants to sit there, he wants to sit there and be obtuse about it, you can move on. I'm not, I'm not giving more. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I, and you know what, Kelly, I think we've both been doing this for enough years now and seeing enough thousands of clients to experience all of the different levels mm-hmm. of what humans do in their own behavior. And that the client... Um, has their pattern of behavior. Each of us does. Oh, yeah. And that you and I have to sit there and just understand with compassion that it's just their behavior mm. and that it's not about us and that it's not about the spirit guides, that our intention is to serve and to help them and to do something for them currently that they can't get to. And that the spirit guides and you and I have this loving, strong solid relationship that we're trying to share with them. Mm-hmm. And that's the people in Poulet are the ones that don't seem to understand that and sometimes bring the attack on us personally. Mm-hmm. And that's when we might get the write-up. <laughs> Psychic, really? <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. and the mockery or, mm-hmm. or the, the um, I'll just call it the lack of knowledge. Well, it, no, that's not fair because wow. there's there's straight up slander. Oh yes, right. And and this is I know we've said this before. We've done lots of podcasts specifically about consent or always worked it into a podcast. But this is why we have such a regimented way of doing things. Yeah, going through consent, having the check ins that are worded specifically in in a yeah. particular way, and then having a debriefing process. Yeah, so that when someone does walk out and attempt slander, more than likely there's a person in the community that goes. Yeah, that's not true. They don't do things that way. Yeah. That was you. Yeah. And not that we're sitting here saying, well, that's you and you're being nasty. That's you and you're the one with the lack of knowledge, with the lack of expertise. Mm -hmm. And we are being professional and sitting in that Mm -hmm. while you have your temper tantrum Mm -hmm. and make it public. So 
This is a really interesting example, and you can tell me if it doesn't fit in here. Um, but I, I did a particular session with this one woman, and she gave no, she gave very minimal direction, I'll say. I asked her, we had a very short half-hour session, and I said, who would you like? Because she made it clear she wanted medium. So she gave me the name of the person that she was looking for, and I, she just said, open. No particular question. This oh. person is now free to talk about themselves, talk about her, yeah. talk about her future, talk about her past. Or her They medical. can literally go anywhere. Yeah, because she also consented to yeah. every other modality. Or her dog. And I said, are you sure you want open? And she said, yeah. And so I started giving her information. She's like, yeah, no, no, I don't know. Like, this is just too general. And I was like, okay, because we don't, we don't like general either. Mm-hmm. And we try and ask more specific questions with the guides. And it just, everything was a no. And so I would check in and say, well, would you like to ask a particular question then if you're not getting the level, level of accuracy that you, you're wanting with an open session? No. How about this person? So now we're moving on. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, give it a shot. Maybe this, you know, and of course I'm sitting there going, okay, I've got to get out of my own way. I'm asking the guides and checking in with how I'm doing with them. Yeah. Making sure that I'm having integrity. And same thing, open no question, just anywhere. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. And so I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to choose to end the session. I'm not going to charge you because mm-hmm. so far she, she was kind in the sense that there was no attack, kind in the sense that she never name called or said mean things. Um, and she did respond. She wasn't, she wasn't withholding any response. Um, but there was... I had, I had to make a tough decision mm-hmm. and just say, you know what, I'm going to just let it go. I'm just going to let this be. Perhaps this just isn't a good connection, which I've not had before, but that's fine. There's always a first for everything. Um, and, I, and I said, you know, we can work something out between uh, the person who bought you the gift certificate. If you choose to see Karen instead, we can um, move around the money if you need to, and, and hopefully you'll have a better experience. Um, because I wanted her to have another frame of reference of what she could get in a session. I didn't want that to be the end of opportunities for her. Yeah. If she was treated poorly, right? I think it's people people need to hear that what we want is for people to have the connections they're seeking. Yeah. And that if we feel we can't provide it, that we're ethical enough to say we're not meeting those needs. Mm-hmm. You should get that somewhere. We want you to have that experience. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be in the way of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we can take this particular situation in many different directions. But one of the problems was that there was no particular indication of what she wanted. And because I started going in a direction of something she didn't want to talk about, but wouldn't set a boundary, I got no. Oh, right. And I could feel, because those spirits don't leave us. They don't just go, oh, okay, and walk away. Right. They're going, but no, but no, but this, and, and, and this is what happened, and this is why I was trying to say I'm sorry. And what an uncomfortable situation afterwards for myself and the guides yeah. to sit there and feel like, yeah. you know, because there's a part of me that sits there and goes, I'm sorry, I didn't do a good enough job. Sorry, I didn't word it the right, the right way the first time. Um, you know, if, if there was something in my voice that she connected to that made her feel not like, like she didn't want to move forward. Um, we don't just sit with a no and think, oh, well. Yeah. 
Oh my like, God. We work in the session. We work to end it well and, and with yes. integrity. And then we work afterwards to sit with the guides and go, okay, what did I do wrong? Give me more information. Yeah. We sit with each other and say, can I ask you yeses or noes yeah. to make sure that we still have accuracy and that the gifts aren't just gone. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it's good for people to hear that when we feel that we've had a session where the client is unhappy that the two of us sit together and talk to the spirit world. And that if I say, for example, I've made a mistake in a session, you will flat out tell me. You will say, this is what they said. Or, this and is I'm what like, I got. This is what I got. Mm-hmm. This is what I got. And um, that we try to learn from that. Always. And that we ask the guides, you know, was that my ego? Was that that I wasn't listening to her? Was there, was there too much information coming in and I missed I missed the dog that ran through the room because, and I didn't say dog because I was listening to the gentleman apologize for abusing her. Mm-hmm. I didn't give the dog enough importance or whatever because there are so many, so many senses and so many ways that the guides give us messages. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, well, often it's super random. Oh my God. And, and you and, don't know how to place them all sometimes. It mm-hmm. could be that it was his dog that ran through, and that might have been the affirmation she wanted, but we focused on his apology instead of the dog. Mm-hmm. I, and I always, I, I don't say this to clients, but this is kind of the image that goes on in my head. I think about sitting in a room with a door closed, and there's a circus going on. <laughs> and you're in the middle of the room, so you don't have a good peripheral. So you're good. in the middle of the room. You got to figure out if you need to swivel. You got to figure out if you need to yeah. stay stationary and focus on the back corner or the foreground. And and I say this because people with really busy thoughts, really busy yeah. um, anxiety or depression, it really is in a very sensitive way, like sitting in the middle of the room of a circus mm-hmm. because they don't know what thought to follow. And if they don't give you direction, you're sitting in the middle of that circus going, what's the most important piece? Yeah. Versus someone who might have very fast thoughts, but can follow it through to the end and move on, they're orderly. And so when their information comes in, it's very structured. And we just do one thing after the other, and it looks like a jam-packed session, but it's like we've got a lineup. Yeah. And, And I don't think people understand without kind of really having that visual that when you say open and you are that type of person who has no idea what you want, no idea what you need and no intention, it's our circus. Yeah. And, and in that beautiful things can come out of it. Absolutely. If the person really is open to hearing it and appreciating it, or if they're also open to just saying, thank you for that message and you can continue so that we don't mm-hmm. stay in something for 10 minutes trying to get all the information out when they weren't interested for the whole 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then they feel like, mm. and they look at their watch, mm-hmm. like, hurry up, come on. And it's like, what do you mean, hurry up, come on? You, you didn't indicate I was wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And then you find out at the end of the session that they, they say- They wanted the thing in the back corner. <laughs> and you're like- Oh, yeah. Or we stand in in the writing the receipt when the whole session is done. And then they bring it up and say, and, you know, I refuse to deal with these types of people in this way. But they will say, well, if I, you know, I thought you were good. I'd heard you were good. But, you know, you didn't do this for me. And and I stand there and, and I will very calmly say to them, you were given control of your session countless times. Mm-hmm. You were checked in with 
many times check your sheet mm-hmm. or check your recording. You had plenty of opportunity to speak your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why I brought this up at the very beginning about the different types of ways that that the, the humans behave mm-hmm. and the fact that maybe our gifts are different than other people that yeah. they've seen. And I think too, like we've also got very orderly clients who show yes. up for a half hour session and say they want 10 people for medium and you're yes. like, pick two. Like if yeah. I can get through a lot, I will. <laughs> but if one person doesn't stop talking and yeah. you don't say move on, yeah. I can't do 10 in 30 minutes. Yeah. Think about the quality of a relationship you could have with 10 people in 30 minutes in this room right now. Mm-hmm. The quality. Right. And right? all of the different things that that person might want to say to you, but you're only giving them one minute mm-hmm. and then move on to the next one. Yeah. I know it's a very, it's a, it's a really delicate balance. Mm-hmm. And, I, and the purpose of me wanting to bring this up for us today was really just to illustrate for people that even with all of these gifts, it's still difficult. Oh, it's super messy. And and I love that you bring this kind of stuff up because I certainly have seen in the last, you know, four or five years better clientele. Oh, and I mean yeah. better, not in the sense of busier, but in the sense of we know people are walking in with amazing questions or they're walking in and saying, I heard about past lives on a podcast. I'm here just for that. You don't have to rush anywhere else. Yeah. If anything else comes through, fine, but I'm I'm here to just give you the hour to tell me about my past lives. I think that's incredible. Oh, yeah. So I feel, well, the intention of this podcast and the website was to educate people yeah. so that you could also have a better experience. With whoever you go to. And mm-hmm. that, that was part of the, this this intention as well, is to say, Kelly and I really know who we are. We know how the guides react and work with us Mm -hmm. because we keep referring to this as a relationship. Mm -hmm. This is like whatever anybody wants to call it, a marriage, it doesn't matter. It's a very deep relationship of trust. So when the human comes in and says, no, you're not doing it, or they're, I'll say, I don't want to say- Or you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I, I always go back to, I'm comfortable with my relationship. Mm-hmm. I work on it. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I am constantly mm-hmm. working on it. It isn't something I ever take for granted. And the guides don't let us. No, They are partners that when we make mistakes, they do not people please us. Mm-hmm. They stand in front of us and go, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And, and you get caught in the session. They don't wait for the client to leave, to show up and say, hey, you know when Joni showed up at three o'clock today? Well, you got it all wrong. Mm -hmm. They don't do that. When Joni's here at three Mm o'clock, they're in the room monitoring it. And as soon as a mistake is made, they're going, you made a mistake. Oh yeah. And I mean, they're also there hours before prepping for it. But I also wanted to say that in in the interest of educating the intention is also that if you do choose to see other psychics, mediums, mm-hmm. intuitives, that you're better educated to walk in and yeah. know, well, I'm not sitting with Karen or Kelly, so I don't know how this person functions. Right. I'll ask them if I'm allowed to ask questions. Yes. I've had people, lots yeah. of people will call when it's their first time and say, you know, should I bring something of the person I'm looking to connect with? And at first, just in my own head, I was like, why, why would I need that? Only because I've never needed it. Right. And and then I had to sit there and go, nope, but thank you for asking. Yes. And, and I say thank you because 
Maybe that's their experience with a previous person. That's right. Maybe they've never been and they've just looked at TV. I have no idea where their belief system is coming from. And they bothered to ask to say, how do I need to prep for my session? So of course I'm going to say thank you. Because they're trying to make an effort to meet me halfway in some way. That's right. I've had people call and say, do you have a crystal ball? Do you have tarot cards? Do you read palms? Do you, um, you know, mm-hmm. need a piece of jewelry? Do you need a photograph? Um, and I no, nothing, but thank you. Just as exactly as you're saying. So maybe today's podcast is really just for people to understand, not just us, but how to approach this with in any endeavor that they're going into. Mm-hmm including people who read tarot cards. If I booked an appointment with somebody who did, I'd have to ask them the questions too. Or or tell them, what should I be asking you? Yeah. Yeah. If I was booking with somebody that that looks in a ball or reads palms or does astrology, Mm -hmm. I would have to say, what do you need from me? Mm -hmm. I have no idea what tools or how you need me to prep. Or participate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, you know... Um, how do you want to educate me? Do you have a website I'm supposed to go to to see what you do? Mm-hmm. Do you have a video? Like, what do you do? Mm. Cool. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is good. And and I know, like, we get analysis back for our podcasts and we hear that the most listened to um, or the ones that are listened to to the very end are always the hard ones. Yeah. Or the really, like, heart-wrenching stories mm-hmm. that I think people connect to. And, and hopefully the educational ones become those as well. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I do. I hope when if people were listening to this today and they had to hit pause that they did come back. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do know in, in other ways as well is that as people listen to the two of us talking about our gifts, that there is a big shake going down on this planet mm-hmm. and tons of people's gifts are being opened. And that maybe it will help them understand, oh, um, I, I like what the girls are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe that's good that I ask other people this, not just not just the gifted people, mm-hmm. but my mom who's trying to open her gifts, or my brother who who's starting to recognize that he he has premonitions or something. Listening to the girls is helped so that I can talk to my own family or my own girlfriend. Or maybe I can sit back and when the guy shows up at work who has premonitions, maybe I will stop calling him a witch and stop treating him badly. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can come forward and ask him, how do you feel? Uh, and you know, um, How do your gifts work? Mm-hmm. This wasn't just with the intention of saying to people, be better clients. That's not what I mean. No. And I want to say too, like we talk about sips of sanity. That is your emotionally intelligent toolkit. Yeah. And the greater message in this is how do you meet someone halfway? How do you communicate healthily with someone? So if you say, come on over and let's bake Christmas cookies together, I don't just show up. I will say, do you need me to bring ingredients? Do you need me to bring any tools? Do I need to supply anything? Do you you need money? (laughs) Yes, you can take this. Do you want me to contribute half? You can take this into the greater parts of your life and actually know how to be a better human being overall. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the Emily Hawes of the world and the <laughs> Sherry Maraskas are making their charts already. Yeah. Right? Like they're yeah. already going, okay, how do I tell my kids to ask better questions? How do I, you know? And and I just, that excites me. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I hope that people hear this and know that there are clients that have been following along on these podcasts mm. for years now and moving along in their own growth. And that is part of why we also do this kind of show, mm. is to help people see some, some someone else's life from their own perspective mm. and how we try to see it from our own, from the spirit guides and from the clients. Mm. And so when people say afterwards, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. I thought you were terrible. Um, you, you were disengaged. You, you were busy and preoccupied. And, and people have said all of those things to me. You just seemed a little distracted. Staring at the wall to get your messages. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah for that's sure. That's my Staring job. At that circus. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you asked that's, me to look at. That <laughs> <laughs> yes. this just helps people um, understand it a little bit better mm -hmm. instead of how, uh, I'll say, how someone can be mean out of ignorance. And or I don't just mean to me. I'm not just talking yeah. about to me. I'm talking about how we can do it to other people too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or just mean to be mean. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to start tagging Ellen in all of our emotionally intelligent conversations. Oh, that would be and nice. And hopefully end up in her chair so that people... I just want them to be accessible, yeah. you know, like, and I know we're making it that way with Patreon and YouTube and mm -hmm. all of these things, but the exposure is something that needs to... I'll say beyond a grander scale. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. New goal. Kelly, thank you for doing this show with me and yeah. for articulating things as beautifully as you do. Thank you. I know this is something that there are particular followers that listen to all of the shows who constantly make comments to me in person, email, text, anything, where they constantly say that they love the way that you word things. Mm, that's very nice. Mm -hmm. I appreciate and that. And I know that has to do with your character. I know that it has to do with your education in psychology. I know, and life coaching. I understand that it comes from a variety of places. Um, so I just wanted to to thank you for that today. Thank you. And to say to the people listening, wasn't this a good show? <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Okay, so if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at .com. Remember, again, everything's shifting on patreon.com this month. Um, so if you haven't already, jump around in your tiers if you need to. Um, you can always switch around at any point in time, but just so you're aware before the next billing cycle, which is February 1st. Um, and then if you're listening from anywhere else at any later time, we're so happy that you're here, that you found us, um, and that you're sharing. So thank you so much for your support.